Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, Zodiac Protocol. Unlock your capital efficiency. A chat hosted by Dr. Doscoin with Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Dr. Doscoin coming to you live from Orbital Command HQ. My HQ in particular is in Australia, but we are all around the world. And we have our first guest on today. Now, it is 2023, so first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in in 2022. We appreciate the support. Um, I hope that 2023 is a kind year. 2022 was rough. It was super brutal for crypto. And so I hope that 2023 is much more kind to everyone. Uh, And now we've got a really exciting guest today. The guest is Zodiac Protocol, who I'm going to bring up as a speaker. While I'm doing that, I'm just going to take a moment to intro a couple of quick things, i.e., as you'll see, TerraSpaces is in the house. No surprise there, TerraSpaces.org records all these spaces across the cosmos and stores them for your reference in future on TerraSpaces.org. Amazing work there. Uh, Furthermore, I'm just going to bring up Zodiac. It wouldn't be a Twitter space without a little bit of technical difficulties. Oh, can you guys hear me okay? I can hear you loud and clear now. How are you going there, sir? Hey, happy new year. Happy new year to you too. How did you bring it in? Did you bring it in with a bang or did you did you keep it mellow? Uh, def- definitely mellow. I have a little one at home, so I am uh, didn't even see the, the clock strike midnight, to be honest. <laughs> 100%. I don't even have a kid and I was in bed by 10.30, so... Uh, we're on the same page there. I don't know. It's just something about staying up after midnight and fireworks. It's just, I'm getting too old for that. Oh, man. But um, past year age is all just... decade, I think. <laughs> what was that? Sorry? No, I'm just saying the past year probably aged all of us at least a decade. So I hear you there. I reckon, I reckon most people in crypto probably age about a decade. I certainly did after the May crash uh, in Terra. And so that's okay. We bounce back. We come back. It builds resilience. It builds character. But uh, just checking in, is there anyone else from the team that I will be getting up to speak today? Uh, and if, uh, and if um, I guess you could promote the, the actual Zodiac Protocol Twitter account. Sure. That would be yeah. that would be cool. I'll bring that up too. Awesome. So there may still be some people on in holiday mode, but I imagine as the space goes on, more important people will come on in. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course, we should spaces after they are complete in our telegram the oc telegram if you're familiar with it and also the auto command discord uh, so you can always check them out there if you have any questions you can dm them directly to the orbital command account uh, if you don't feel like speaking today but if you feel like speaking you are going to be invited as the call goes on but let's get into it we've got 55 minutes uh, on the clock here we're going to try and get as much information out of zodiac protocol today or jc in particular 
and hopefully bring some clarity to what Zodiac is up to in 2023. So with that being said, JC, can I just get a quick introduction on yourself? Um, you know, who have we got on the call here with us today? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I'm one of the, the co-leads for Zodiac Protocol. Um, my role is mostly on like the smart contracts, backend, frontend, dev side, as well as, I guess, um, you know, the prop direction and mechanism design for uh, the protocol. Um, just a quick background. Um, I am probably super old in crypto terms, um, uh, you know, with, with a kid and everything, and um, well, into, well into my late 30s. Um, but, uh, you know, mostly a background in like machine learning, data science, um, as well as software development for consulting companies, as well as um, big financial institutions. Um, and uh, yeah, I was also greatly impacted by the May crash, um, immensely so. I was actually at the, the Jump and Terra Hacker House, right? Remember that event from so many, you know, a gen, you know like a millennia ago. Um, and uh, we were there when it, when it all went down. Um, so uh, that was a... Uh, that was uh, not fun. But uh, yeah, no, got to meet a lot of interesting people at, at the place. And actually, I was also wondering if we were one of the first people to see um, Skip Protocol actually present. So that was really cool to see that, you know, um, be born, if you will, at that, at that hackathon. Um, but uh, yeah, happy. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about Zodiac Protocol as well as, um, you, know, um, you know, give some clarity, you know, to folks on what the protocol and intent and the intent of the protocol is. Love that. And yeah, the guys, just a quick nod to the guys at Skip as well. We've had them on a, a couple of calls and uh, got a bit of a relationship with them and they're really cool guys. And they've got a, uh, yeah, they've got bright minds. So actually, funnily, funnily enough, as I was reading through all the uh, Zodiac documents and trying to piece it all together in my head to make sense of it, I was thinking, I was like, man, between you and the Skip guys uh, and also Prism, uh, probably three of the more technical projects that I've spoken with that just has me scratching my head a lot. So I'm looking forward to getting a lot of clarity for myself on this call. But uh, sure. let's go into it. So Zodiac Protocol, let's do a sort of uh, explain it to me like I'm five and then we'll move into the deep dive. Oh, sure. Um, so for any um, Terra veterans out there, um, literally just think of it as PRISM for LP tokens, um, specifically uh, um, Ashaport LP tokens, as well as uh, um, Osmosis um, LP shares. That's the ELI-5 or Terra Veteran, if you will. Um, for those who are not, who may be you know, newer to um, maybe DeFi and these, um, what I call these principal yield token protocols or these coupon stripping protocols. Um, the way to think of it is that, um, is that uh, there's basically in DeFi, there's, there's, a, there's an extremely popular primitive you know, called LP, LPing, right? Um, you basically provide liquidity or assets to a pool slash vault contract. Um, and then you mint, you know, your share token, right? To basically indicate a claim to your assets as well as the, the fees generated from, from uh, providing liquidity. Um, we simply just decouple that into two things, right? So normally your LP token gives you two things. It gives you impermanent loss uh, exposure, um, which is the downside, if you will, as well as... Um, but then that's compensated, right, by um, the stream, right, of um, trading fees or the volume, if you will, this volume-linked, uh, I guess, cash flow. Um, we are simply taking that one LP token and just literally just decoupling it into two two things: the yield token, which just gives which gives you a claim 
to that uh, that trading fee stream, and uh, the principal token, which which um which uh basically uh gives you the right to redeem the K right for X Y K pool, or if you will, your liquidity amount at the maturity end date. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's, hopefully, on that makes sense. Uh, yeah, look, great, great place to start there. What was the inspiration for this? Obviously, you said it, it's effectively like Prism, but for LP tokens. What was the inspiration for this? And, you know, who's working on it with you? How many are on the team there? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, so, insp- inspiration-wise, um, I've always thought, like, so I, 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 mean, I, have to, I have to give a hat tip, obviously, to Prism Protocol. Um, they they um, are the first to even introduce this concept, um, to me at least. Um, of this, um, you know, on-chain coupon stripping, um, but uh, I think um, I think kind of the the beginning of it was was more of a, you know, looking for ways to um, hit maybe specific niches that people may not be actively thinking about, um, as well as you know, do this really cool in my eyes, it's a really cool mechanism where you could do where you could have this, um, you know, this. The separation of uh, of cash flow and behaviors. Um, so really, it's just I just thought we just thought it was a it was a cool mechanism that we saw from protocols like Prism or Element Finance or Pendle or Notional that class of protocols or DApps, um, and and just applying it to what we feel is a more underrepresented but a pretty big asset class on on chain at least right not maybe in a traditional non traditional fashion but on chain. Um, you know, LP tokens are a massive asset class, so it just seemed like um a natural um place to target. Um, so that's kind of how um we landed on on working in this area. Um, team wise, uh, been some been some bumps along the roads given given you know this crash and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have uh we have I would say uh two devs. Um, and we have uh two focus more on like the operations, the business side, as well as uh, we have one uh, Enon uh, Gigabrain advisor. So let's say, let's say it's like, um, like five of us. Yeah, very cool. And you did mention obviously the bumps in the road on the way with the crash. What, what are some of the other challenges you faced uh, in the building of Zodiac Protocol? Uh, and that's, also, that's a great question actually. Um, so, for those who are super familiar or familiar with like this um with this coupon stripping or this principal yield token um protocol class um there at the time there was you know one there's one fairly or was one big problem in it, which is how do you like uh you know provide liquidity right for the for the yield and principal tokens um the way prism solved it was actually really interesting um with the with those uh with those separate with those separate um pools right for the um, the prism token to yield token, prism token to principal token, and so on, right? Um, but it creates, you know, what happens? What happens when you layer this, layer in, you know, maturity dates, right? Now it gets kind of super fragmented, right? Because now you have to have these pools per per maturity now, right? Per maturity, and for us, per maturity per per uh, per uh, XYK pool, so it gets kind of insane. Um, so the first the first major challenge was how do we like at least you know make this pain point this ux issue a little bit more palatable for um you know maybe more normal um normal users more casual users um so so um yeah we um we uh deliberated for probably about like a month or so 
um, to land on, you know, what we have now is our, our solution, uh, which is um, this, um, you know, our version. It's not really a virtual AMM, but our version of a virtual AMM, where, um, you know, we could, we could basically have the protocol itself um, behind the scenes, if you will, um, just take care of the swapping, the swapping uh, logic between the principal yield token more directly. Um, so that was probably the first major challenge is to get, you know, a mechanism that could work, that could work to make the, the UX better for those who want to both provide liquidity on Zodiac, as well as um, trade, you know, trade relatively frictionlessly between the yield and principal token. Um, I'm happy to go into those details um, if, if, I, if, if uh, desired. Um, let me see. Uh, and I think another challenge is just, um, you know, like picking like a, like which ecosystems to really go after, to really on target. Um, so, you know, our backgrounds are Terra. To be honest, I would call it even my home chain, if you will. Um, so we definitely wanted to, you know, help contribute and bring the, you know, this revival, this, you know, hopefully this rebirth of the chain. Um, and yeah, and and also made you know, a lot of sense to go after the or to you know to um, build on the build on the AMM chain itself in Osmosis and Cosmos. So um, I think I think uh, those were probably those are probably two two challenges I guess think of that um, we we encountered and though and made a decision on over the past year. Sure, thanks for sharing those and. That was actually going to be one of my next uh, questions for you, which is the decision-making process around uh, Terra and Osmosis. Do you have other chains in mind? What's the when you sort of look forward three, six, twelve months? Um, are there any potential places that you could see Zodiac Protocol operating? Uh-uh. Uh, so just a real quick side side comment. Um, these are awesome questions, and it's like it's perfectly aligned with actually what I wanted to talk about. So appreciate that greatly. Um, uh, so uh, what's interesting is that, um, let me see. So I had still, going back to my old story on like um, going to jump in Terra Hacker House, you know, I actually had such a fun time there that I actually went back for the, the October version of it, right? So in October, um, Jump Trading also hosts another hackathon called X-Hack, um, where it had a lot of the, you know, the alumni who were there from the Terra Crash. So that was awesome to link to meet up, you know, a lot of folks there. Um, so, with that said, um, uh, XTEC is a wormhole, is a wormhole um, uh, centric or wormhole focused uh, uh, hackathon, where we got to really learn the uh, the details and uh, the gory, the gory, um, you know, the gory code, if you will, of how to integrate wormhole into one's protocol. Um, so, uh, so I don't know how to put it, but I'm yet. That what that gives us it gives us a way to kind of access you know Cosmos, um, even some chains on Polkadots, um, EVMs obviously, um, as well as even like the newer chains like Aptos, Sui, and and Near. Um, now that's it. We're not going to go after all those chains. What's for what's worth, uh, but we do have like this wormhole skill set in our arsenal, and um, are we're definitely looking. We're definitely looking. Um, in, you know, maybe more than nine months tied on you know those potential other chains. But um, for now, our focus is really just honestly, um, you know, executing well on osmosis and really trying to help this, you know, this Terra rebirth, um, you know, with, you know, some ad utility in our very small niche. But, you know, we're just trying to, trying to contribute, honestly. Um, but, yeah, the one more chains are really interesting, um, as well as um, we've been, uh, we have been approached by a few other uh, of the, you know, maybe more up and coming Cosmos app chains. 
Um, so, um, but we, we, but we would really like to focus on these two and make sure that, you know, we get something, you know, something solid out for, for the, for those two communities. Sure. And with that in mind, what, you know, what are some of the deeper considerations that you have uh, moving forward in that direction? Are there any, you know, we did just speak about challenges before. Are there any challenges that you see um, going that route? Oh, well, um, I definitely, um, definitely, um, uh, you know, just like the first challenge is just general familiarity with our chains. You know, whenever you integrate or add another, another, make a decision on those, on, you know, these other, other chains, um, you know, there's a, there's always some, nuance some idiosyncrasy that um that you know uh, protocol needs to kind of take into consideration to really um how should i put it um launch on on those um so um you know zodiac is you know it's, it's a cosm wasm app so you know it, we it would definitely be less it would be less friction to to um you know look towards in the near medium term you know other cosm wasm based chains just from a technical standpoint um, but um, obviously, you shall, we also have to think about you know liquidity, right? Um, Zodiac itself, if you think about it, it's not really—I wouldn't call it like a super, how should I put it, independent um, primitive, where it could kind of live by itself, right? We are—we kind of are more like a, a feature add, right, on top of an existing real primitive, which is the liquidity, which are, which are the AMMs. Um, so, you know, on, on this collection of, you know, these other potential landing spots or outposts, maybe is the word that's floating around these days, um, is, you know, is there liquidity to even justify, you know, um, uh, you know, having, you know, this, uh, this particular mechanism, um, Terra just honestly just gets up and even then, if you think about it, Terra doesn't really fill that criteria either. If we're being truly honest about, you know, liquidity and TVL or at least AMM, uh, TVL. Um, but it is our home chain, and um, we and we want to, you know, help contribute to, you know, this potential rebirth. But um, yeah, I would say um, technical challenges, alongside liquidity challenges, are the are or sorry criteria are two major items that we are concerned of. Fantastic, and I'm just going to take a moment here to say to anyone that's listening, if you're enjoying the conversation, there is a little button at the bottom of your phone that says share. Uh, we do encourage you to share the message and help spread the word of Zodiac. In about 10 minutes' time, we're going to allow some questions. So if you're sitting there and you're wondering, uh, you still have answers, a question that you need answered that uh, we haven't touched on yet, definitely invite you to uh, come up on stage in about 10 minutes' time. And while I'm in that process, I just want to check in. So just to be clear, because I think we, we've kind of – we've gone on a journey where we've – Touched on the Eli Five, we've had a bit of a deep dive, but it was originally framed for people that were already familiar with familiar with Prism and familiar with the concept of refracting and um, splitting tokens into principal and yield tokens. Can we just take a step back for a second, maybe just a few minutes, just sort of helping anyone that may be on the call that's not quite familiar with that concept yet understand as to why they would do it and what's in it for what's in it for them for doing it. Oh yeah, sure. <clears throat> Uh, so what's what's really what's so what's really interesting about these um these refracting protocols um using that's actually probably the best term I think um it's like a um for for on chain for on chain coupon stripping um is that it gives it what it provides is some um, some extra different risk return profiles um that um is not really easily attainable otherwise I would say it's not even easily attainable even in like in the world of traditional finance um so. 
for maybe those familiar on the traditional finance side, um, just a very common mechanism there is to take a coupon bearing bond, you know, some sort. It's basically like a, a bond that pays some some uh, regular coupon. Um, and they would they would do this thing called coupon stripping, right? So they would basically um, have have almost like spawn, if you will, a new security that that has a claim to all the coupons over time, as well as as, as and as well as and then basically convert the original bond as almost like a zero coupon bond in a sense. Um, and now and then you know now that we have and what's interesting on the DeFi side on the AMM side is that um, the coupon for an AMM LP token is linked is a hundred percent volume linked, right? So this is actually this is in my eyes this is a super interesting uh uh I don't know it's, it's a different it's a different um how should I put it uh, return profile right or return it will be different return behavior um, because the cash flows are linked to volume um, versus um, you know or very or it's like a direct link to volume um, so you get to you get to basically experience the full um, I guess uh, how should I put it? the fees that maybe a professional market maker would make just through you know and through an you know, XYK pool on. So uh, so taking a big a big step back, um, if if you just want if you as a user just want some some sort of position on volume, right? You think that you think that you're not sure which way something will go, but you just want volume link uh, exposure. Um, the yield token for an AM for an XYK um, AMM LP share does that. Um, you have this volume linked uh, asset. Um, and on the other side, on the principal side, um, so as a as a pure principal token holder, right? Um, you have the expectation of obtaining this this uh, this principal token at a discount. Um, and given and given the given the impairment loss risk. That's still prevalent in all of DeFi. Um, you should expect a significant discount, actually. Um, so this now gives you some. This gives you some. Uh, you know, some ability to weigh your risks. You know, weigh the weigh the trade-offs of whether you want to buy. You know, really cheap liquidity um, and just kind of you know huddle till maturity um, with the hopes that um, the permanent loss um, doesn't. You know, it's something that you can you can take a position on, if you will. You know, to help shape your overall portfolio. So you now have a so principal tokens gives you a way to get impermanent loss exposure, but with a with a, with a discount, if you will. Um, and the yield tokens give you a trading volume linked uh, asset. Um, so you know, I think in my eyes, uh, these are these are two different sources of uh, return that you know maybe most people have not really encountered in any sort of portfolio construction. Um, so just to continue this conversation, continue this thread, uh, you know, the value of the yield, yield token at maturity ends up being zero, but the yep. holder gets to accrue the yield in the meantime. Um, they receive their APR, which can fluctuate. Does the principal token holder's token cap out at uh, like 100% ROI at maturity date or can it go beyond that? Uh, it caps out at 100% ROI in terms of the in terms of the decay, if you will. Um, so liquid almost, I would say every single LP token we've seen so far out there, 
um, is like a it's like a, almost like a self-compounding token. So you own the share of the pool, and that share accrues liquidity over time, right? As well as the fees taken. Um, so uh, the principal token will only re you will only get um, your K back, if you will. You will get a smaller absolute amount of LP back, right? So if you put in if you if you uh, let's say you refract if you will ten LP tokens um, on Zodiac, and you sell your yield token. Um, and only hold the principal token, um, you will not get your full 10 LP tokens back, right? What you'll get, though, is you'll get um, the same payback. So you'll be, it'll be the same asset um, product, if you will. But then the LP, because LP token shares um, accrue the fees over time, um, you will not get that since that goes to the yield token holder. Um, that, or is that, is that, is that, um, does that make sense? Or... Yeah, it, look, it makes sense to a degree to me because I've spent time looking over the medium articles and, and looking oh, at the diagrams. <laughs> so when, when people, just so that anyone's listening, if they haven't looked at the articles themselves and haven't seen the diagrams, it's, it's very mass heavy. And this is one of the, uh, I guess, the barriers of entry to learning and understanding how this works. So I think the idea is amazing. And the just basically um, the easier we can convey that, the, the better it is for the listeners of the call though, because as you were saying K, you've said K a couple of times. You, when you say K, you're just referring to a part of that math formula where I think is it K equals the LP itself? Oh yeah, oh. that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I, I got, got you there. That um, it, it's definitely um, it's definitely um, been a challenge. Sorry, that that is one of the main challenges. Also, I I think like I mentioned earlier, is I'm conveying this math in you know a nicely packaged way. So um, I I actually am in agreement of the of the concern you're voicing. Sure. But it's a, this is a common thing when I talk to people with, uh, you know, the big brain community, the big, the big brains of the community, there's just these amazing ideas. And so my, what my intention is with these calls is just to try and still take that knowledge from the big brains and just make it really accessible. But I want to continue that thread because you were just saying then about um, the way that the maturity works and the way that the returns work. With the uh, principal token redemption, just to be clear, is that only possible if there, if and when there is an excess of LP tokens um, from the yield token? Uh, how would I word that? Hold on. Is that only possible? Because I'm looking at the, I had the diagram off my page before. I've lost my tab, but there's a, a diagram where it basically has two squares, and in one of the, one of the squares it has you know the square in its entirety, and then the second square has the twenty percent excess. That represents, I think it was the P token. Is that right? Oh, that would be the yield token, right? Like you're looking at you're looking at the the square where like you have the inner square and the outer square, right? With like a I was line. looking at I can see it at the moment. I've lost the tab. Oh yeah, here oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay, so it says here. Um, oh no, that's a different one. Yeah, 20, 20 LP, twenty point two L in the first square, and then also twenty point two L reserved for PT, and then ten point one L reserved for YT. Yep. Can you take that map and articulate that in a way that is uh, comprehensible for people? Oh, like oh man, uh, I wish I could. Be. So what's funny is that um, that diagram took more than two weeks to figure out. Just because uh, we actually um we uh, we got feedback from um actually other other uh, emergency allocation uh, founders um and say hey um you know does this make sense? And uh, the universal the universal um. Uh, response was no this does not make sense at all <laughs> um so i'm uh let me see how can i boil that um how can i i don't know i'll do the best try right now on the spot um 
I think the easiest one way to think of it um, is maybe if you can come back really quick to maybe a familiar asset. Um, a familiar asset that we are all good with, I'm hoping, is something like um, maybe SP Luna or the OGs out there, or uh, what else is there? Like an auto, like an auto compounding liquid staking derivative. Right? Let's think of that an auto compounding liquid staking derivative. How does that work? Um, you know, you take you take some you take your Osmo or your Luna, and you stake it in something like Stride, right? And then you get the ST Osmo, ST Luna, ST Atom out. And your expectation is that you can redeem that ST, the staking derivative, for more than you put in later, right? Um, so an LP token works, ex works exactly the same way, actually. The only complicated part is the unit, actually. So it's very easy for an LSD because um, the unit is just simply that one is your staking asset. I put in Luna. And I will get more Luna when I redeem, right? Because I'm my my ST Luna is auto compounding. The staking yields will go back into it, and my share grows in value. Um, the tricky part to translate this uh, this mechanism to what Zodiac does is that the unit is actually liquidity or K. That's the actual unit we care about, or that's how we do our cal all our calculations on. Um, so instead of thinking, oh, I will get more, I will get more Luna back, I will get more Osmo back, I will get more liquidity back. Is the thinking that um, it's the it's the mind shift that one needs to make um, for that to make sense. Um, that, that's my best shot. Um, if I think of something better, or if, if you if or if if you if you guys at um, Orbital you know, have a have a different way to package it, um, uh, would uh, definitely be would definitely love to take that idea or take that. I think, I think it just landed for me. I think the last thing you said just landed for me where it is a, yeah, you're not getting back the tokens of the, the individual tokens. You're getting just back more uh, LP. Is that the simplest way of saying it? Oh, yeah, that's another way to say it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I'm glad we got there. Um, so with, I just, I'm having a quick look at my DMs here because Zion, who was on the call a moment ago, was just about to jump up and he disappeared. So I'm just seeing... I think he's had to go somewhere for a time-sensitive thing. Okay, disregard that. I think he was going to have some not nice questions for you as well. But I will continue. I will continue to press along. So, Osmosis, um, Astroport. Let's just let's run through the sequence here. Let's say that I go to Astroport. Uh, I could I could contribute to a pool. Let's say that pool is. Uh, could I do, for example, Luna X and Luna, and receive an LP token, and then run that through Zodiac? Should it then be split into uh, P, P tokens or Y tokens? Oh, oh, sorry. So one, 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 one caveat. Unfortunately, so yeah. At this time, we've only we only support X Y K pools. Um, so Luna X and Luna is a stable swap or is a stable swap V one type of pool. Um, that's like imminent on our on our roadmap after like first after initial launch and getting governance to work properly between Osmosis and Terra. Um, our literal first next initiative is to get. Is to get um a, a curvy one stable swap working like Luna X and Luna, um but um, but but your your the general statement what you're saying is correct though. Gotcha. What's the timeline for that? You said obviously that's on the that's on the card to be done. Oh, oh, oh interesting. Uh, let me let me think on that. I'll do my best. Um, definitely don't hold me to this. Um, we haven't. Uh, we we've done our we've done some background research. Um, to how to get that to work properly. Um, but uh, I would say it's definitely a two o two three thing. Um, it's definitely a this year thing. 
Um, I don't want to comment much more than that. And we could safely, we could safely, I could think we could safely say like before like Q3. Um, that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, cool, cool. What I'll do again, I'll just put the the call out. Is anyone that is listening to this uh, conversation that is confused, perhaps uh, has some comments that they'd love to offer uh, in support. Um, if that is you, if you're listening, I can see a couple of familiar faces here. If that's you and you're listening, you want to jump up, just crack the hand up and I will bring you up as a speaker so that we can do that. We've got about another 25 minutes in this call. And so the one thing I want to try and uh, mitigate is arriving at the sort of, you know, five minutes remaining in the call and then all the questions pop up. So I like to get this sort of underway early on. But while we're waiting for any show of hands there, I'm just looking through uh, my notes here. So that that idea, that uh, the idea I was just talking about a second ago, being able to take the LPs from the pools, obviously those ones aren't activated yet, but theoretically uh, we're just taking LPs, swapping them, and then not only are we able to swap them into principal tokens and yield tokens, but the tokens themselves or the LP tokens themselves become tradable with Zodiac. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, yeah that, that, I neglected that that piece. Um, so a very let's talk about very, that. Oh yeah, yeah. A very core and central part of uh what we feel is um probably this is probably the one um what's the word this is probably our I, I hope I think it is at least I, this is our one novel contribution to DeFi. I think um is how exactly does Zodiac facilitate the swapping between the yield token and principal token. Um, without you know having like multiple pools per vintage and pool and um and and uh, XYK pool, um, so uh, the way that the way it works um is that uh we we will basically heavily promote um and and honestly it makes sense to do so um what we call the principal token and the LP token pool the PTLP pool. So the way that works is that if you are a if you Use Zodiac. You going to flow. You were you were being earlier. Um, let's say you do instead um, something like a Luna Luna Astro, right? The Luna Astro pool, um, and you put in your LP tokens and you refract to get these PT and LP tokens of your Luna and Astro uh, LP tokens. Um, if you are if you just want to just kind of capture the capture the if you will um, the discount. To the actual collateral, the LP token. Um, we what what you sh what you can do, and what we are heavily um, suggesting that um, users do, is to provide your PT as liquidity to Zodiac against the LP itself. So what's interesting is that the PT token and the LP token, it's a it's a lossless type of pool, right? You put in the PT, you put in one PT, and you put in the equivalent amount of LP token. And at the at maturity, you are as long as your PT has trans discount, which is sure that most of the time, um, at maturity you will end up with more, you end up with more uh, with a more K that you then you put in, at along with the and along with additional trading fees that this pool earns. Um, so to repeat, take your PT, get some of the real LP tokens, and pair them together as one pool. So what this does is that. You you are you still you still have basically this kind of liquidity position, um, but you'll capture discount as that goes to zero at maturity, 
as well as all the trading fees that um, that this pool earns. Now, where do these trading fees come from, right? Like, who would who would want to who who in the right mind, um, you know, wants to actively trade, you know, the principal token, LB tokens? Um, well, actually, if you every time someone wants to shift their position from Y yield token heavy to principal token heavy, actually, Zodiac beneath the covers is actually interacting with that pool. Um, with our flavor of the, with our flavor, if you will, of an AMM or this virtual AMM, in quote. Um, uh, the details are pretty in the weeds, but basically, um, the, that PTLP pool provides liquidity for users to basically swap back and forth um, between the two token types. Um, to walk through a very quick example, if you are a yield token holder, right, and you want to get out of your position, this is probably a decently common case. Um, what you can do manually with the existence of this pool is that you can take your yield token, and if a lending protocol is out there where you could borrow an LP token existed, you could borrow an LP token. You can swap your LP token to the PT token, right, with this pool, and now you have PT and YT. You can do an early redemption, right? You can always early redeem your yield token and your principal token, and you'll get some LP tokens back out. The resulting LP tokens, some of it will be sent back to pay off your loan, right? Because you originally borrowed LP tokens to facilitate this early redemption. And whatever remaining LP tokens is out of that, you can convert that back to PT tokens. And now you have this YT to PT conversion, if you will. Um, uh, the picture definitely makes more sense. So I'll encourage, I'll encourage all viewers um, to check out our medium with the pictures because um, it's, it's a pretty decently complicated flow. Um, but basically, um, yeah, um, by having LP tokens be this now this new asset trade this new tradable asset this asset you provide liquidity you provide you provide to a liquidity pool, um, it actually unlocks it unlocks this um this mechanism that allows you know relatively unfragmented liquidity for the yield token the principal tokens. Um, sorry, no, that was a lot, but I'm uh, that was perfect. I'm happy to give more details there. That was perfect. Oh wait, hold on, I can hear another. Speaking hey, so what, one more thing I would want to add is uh, the reason for this is is that, uh, well, given an example, depending on the size of the LP and the size of your swap, there's numerous situations where your swap fee could be an order of magnitude lower compared to what you would see in, in a, like a Pendle V1. So it's a very significant gain by using this uh, virtual AMM mechanism. Can you elaborate on that a little more for me, please? It, was, it just came in very thick and fast. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so when we're using the so a comparison is uh, I'd like to compare this to what uh, Pendle version one was, which is similar to what we're doing. Uh, another um, LP uh, refractor. The way they're they're handling it, uh, their swap fees are can be up to an order of magnitude higher than what this virtual AMM that JC was describing. Gotcha. Okay. So, just to piggyback on what JC was saying a moment ago, in that instance uh, where the user was essentially uh, taking a loan out to get the LP to convert to the PT or the YT and then, uh, what did you say, early, get an early redemption yep. to switch back, yep. that would be, is that a fairly risk, uh, like a low risk, strategy to acquire to to have an acquisition or is that because i feel like yeah obviously if you're doing an early redemption that the rewards you'd get would be far less than you'd get if you'd stayed uh you know as yt or pt holder for 
until maturity. Um, is that is that a fair assumption? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say so actually. Um, so what's what's interesting about um, you know, if you will, promoting or utilizing this principal token to LP token pool is that you're basically letting the market forces um price the exact you know um uh, pricing split right of your principal yield token. Um, if the principal token to LP token pool shows a large discount, um, that indicates to me that the yield token is very valuable, right? Um, and because we are going through this flow, you know, this this you know this complicated flow, if you will, of you know early redemption swapping and all that stuff, um, you're just getting you basically just gain a market price effectively of your yield token when you try to exit that way, and vice versa too. Um, you know, the principal token is directly LP'd against the LP token. Um, so you have you have your pricing right there in front of you. Um, uh, so yeah, I I, agree, I would agree with what you're saying that it's a relatively it's a relatively um, less risky method than if you compare against other methodologies out there. Um, there are definitely caveats though, and there's definitely trade-offs to consider. Um, you def we definitely need liquidity first of all in the PPLP token to facilitate this, right? Um, you can definitely tap out the pool. Um, such that you know it can't really facilitate this this complicated swap. Um, so um, our uh, for what's worth, you know, our incentive contract um, will admit to both the yield token holder himself as well as the PPLP pool providers. So our hope is that um, that people will recognize that if or sorry specifically those who want to hold PT, we hope will recognize that the PPLP pool is a very viable option, um, maybe a preferred option, right? Um, and such that this liquidity is provided for people to swap freely. And in return, you know, you get these fees to do so. Um, so yeah, so first there's that, there's that really unique liquidity there. Um, as well as there's also, there's also some risk in that if the discount gets out of whack, if you will. Um, so if, so not only is there a, there needs to be you know, sufficient liquidity to facilitate this trade. Um, if the discount is also like not very high, as in like the PT is trading nearly at par with the LP token, um, you can very easily um, like reverse it such that the PT is trading at a premium over the LP token. Um, and what that end result of that, unfortunately, is that when you swap on when you swap through the Zodiac um, like app, um, you could actually end up like getting just absolutely reamed, if you will, on your yield token, because when the premium of the principal token, sorry, when the principal token is trading a premium to your yield, to your LP token, that means your yield token has negative value, theoretically, right, or zero value effectively. So you can get completely wrecked um, based on that discount too. So these are the kind of two dimensions to think about is both um, that discount, the principal to LP token discount, which indicates the value of your yield token, right? Um, as well as how much liquidity is there to absorb when you do try to make that trade between the from the yield token to principal token, um, and of course vice versa. Um, but, uh, overall, yes, this less of so this, there's a trade off versus other methodologies. So well, we'll get it. Um, but we believe that you know letting the market forces determine the discount is a better way to go about it than for you know us to put there some crazy math model or some crazy whatever whatever kind of whatever kind of um model out there. Um, with extreme specifics, extremely with a lot of assumptions to price the tokens when we just let the market do it. Got it. And what I want to do in the next 15 minutes here is I'll ask a question that was sent through to me via DM. 
Uh, I've got a couple more questions, and then as we get towards the tail end, um, I'll just find out a couple of last things, and we'll do the call to actions and all the rest of it. But the question that came through, uh, and you did answer it at the beginning of the call, but I'll get it, get it again with an extension. And the question that came through from Zion was, again, how do we differ, how did how do they they being Zodiac differentiate from Prism, and if they plan and do they plan on having their own chain in future? Oh man, no, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, oh, thank you, thank you, Zion. First off, for the uh, good question. Um, so, uh, interestingly, um, this is a question we get asked pretty often by actually the Reverie team or the Osmosis Grant team. It's like, oh, do you guys want to do your own chain later? <laughs> um, so for now, um, you know, given the nature of what Zodiac is, and that we are really just you know this add-on feature to existing dexes, really. Um, it's hard to envision for now, um, you know, our own chains. So that's that's extreme table. You know, there's other priorities like, you know, a stable swap V1 and V2 um, type of uh, refracting is the higher priority. Uh, but it is, you know, back of mind. Um, and uh, sorry, I totally lost check of the, the more important question. Uh, could you repeat? <laughs> yeah, so the, the, it was a two-part question. One was the difference between um, Prism and Zodiac oh, yeah. and the follow-up with blockchain part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, oh, yeah, the main difference. Um, well, I think, uh, let me think. So, uh, so at least in terms of um, the prism that we saw, right, the prism that we see today, um, uh, the, I think what, so prism, uh, so prism, let's see, they provide um, a wide enough with, you know, without maturity dates, right, as their V1. Um, or um, or specifically uh, LSDs. Um, I think uh, I think the current uh, Terra two version is 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 going to be for their Stelina, right? Um, their uh, the Prism the Prism's version of the liquid staking of their LSD. Um, so for one, you know, we are we are actually really dialed in on the AMM side, and um, you know, we're not really we're not really um looking into the LSD side in all. You know, just for transparency, um, as well as um, what's interesting, um, for what's worth, um, we do actually speak with Hyperion um, here and there, decently often, and share notes. Um, and um, for what's and um, what, what we've one of the things that that maybe we have some differences is that uh, is that there are other there are, there are different other methodologies out there um, for you know how do we you know fix how do we solve this. Um, this liquidity problem for swapping between yield token and principal tokens, um, and um, yeah, we we share we share notes on how that how that work how our version works, and um, there are, and um, he has also proposed a couple of different ways too. Um, I think one of the ways that he might have put out on Twitter a couple of times is like the yield space paper, um, and even that that's uh, that's like take a brain, and it will take me probably like a week just to go through the all the math details. Um, but yeah, there are, I would say different approaches. So different approaches to how to um, how to solve this liquidity issue. Um, you know, just keep things um, keep the UX good when you when you start introducing maturities, right? Um, as well as um, you know the asset the asset type space, if you will. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. So, uh, otherwise, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a coupon stripping protocol, and we are in the same class as Element and um, Notional and Pendle on the EVM side. Um, and um, we would share a lot of similarities in that sense. Um, but 
as for differences, um, you know, it's our asset class focus for now, you know, I won't say, I won't say that, you know, I'm not going to dictate their roadmap, you know, they can definitely come in on the LP side too and it's totally fine. Um, as well as we've had some discussions on, you know, different approaches to solving the liquidity um, fragmentation issue when you introduce maturities. But, um, great team over there. Sure. Great. I think in the next few minutes, what I'd love to do is touch on two things in particular, one being the Zodiac VAM, uh, the Virtual Automatic Market Maker, or the VAMM. What is the secret source of the Zodiac AMM? And how do people actually, I think probably a really practical question is, how do people use this and how do people get involved with Zodiac? Um, let's talk mainnet and let's talk the AMM. Oh, okay. So for for the AMM, uh, definitely feel free to play with it on our, we do have a testnet app up and, um, and people can definitely play with it. Um, it's uh, If you provide liquidity, you provide you can provide liquidity to PT, LP pool, or you can just try swapping between the principal token and yield token and see how, you know, how your slippage comes out. Um, I would say the secret sauce um, is, the secret sauce honestly is that PTL people, that is the main secret sauce because that is the, that's how, that's the liquidity that facilitates the complicated swapping. Um, I guess uh, oh, what's kind of unfortunate about Twitter space is I can't show like a picture because um, we have this awesome picture that we could just kind of show and walk through it. Um, but there's one additional thing that Zodiac does also is it takes actually an internal flash loan out um, to facilitate these swaps. So earlier in the example, right, where, you know, you could potentially borrow an LP token. Um, those don't really exist today. Um, so um, luckily, though, you know, as because Zodiac is a refracting protocol, right, we will actually custody a large number of LP tokens. Um, and what the, what our, you know, our flavor, if you will, VM does. Um, is actually it takes a flash loan out from that custody LP token to facilitate the swap, and then of course it'll, it'll pay back and that stuff. There's like yeah, there's um there's no aside from you know smart contract risk and that sort of stuff. Um, there's no like risk if you will. To the, aside from those risks, there's no there's no possible there's no a loss if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, one interesting one, and I guess say another. Um, secret sauce that there is an internal flash loan that goes on underneath the covers to basically, um, uh, you know, one generate you know extra little bit extra revenue for for the protocol, as well as you know help make this YTPT swap UX you know smooth. Um, but I um, mean, yeah, PTLP pool and the internal flash loan, um, I think are the two uh, main secret sauce. Got it. And in one of your, I think it's in one of the medium articles you've written. That you ultimately envision yourselves being a builder. Uh, see, what does it say? We ultimately envision ourselves as one of many building blocks for our ecosystem peers to release amazing products. And then you offer a few suggestions, which are, you know, perhaps clustering protocol. Uh, oh, <laughs> but yeah. Focus with different, uh, maybe maybe laddered maturities. Uh, what if we pair yield tokens with any asset? What about auto compounding? Has anyone thought of shorting an LP token? Which of those options uh, is most likely for a future product and which are you most excited about? Oh, interesting. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't want, so for, for one thing I want, I want to, um, at least for now, our direction is to not try, to, we're not going to try to, you know, take over all those different use cases. Um, we want this, we want, we definitely want to stay focused as, you know, this building block, I guess, was the intent of that tweet. So, you know, we want to make sure we, you know, put together, um, you know, the best, 
um, and uh, you know, um, you know, the best and most, um, hopefully the most approachable um, uh, primitive in the coupon stripping or the refracting space. Um, and that we don't want to be the ones that you know try capture those other streams. We hope other protocols, the other team, interest other other teams, you know, just use us as an input to their you know their amazing idea. Um, now, with that said, I I think um I think us I think uh, I think I'm most excited by just the idea of you know if you short an LP token, right? If you think about how what that payoff diagram looks like, right? That's a very option like payoff diagram, right? If you short an LP token, so. What's so you know my 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 personal hope is that you know there's more there's more interest in that area you know like you know like just the whole idea the whole idea of you know being more comfortable with LP tokens you know using it as collateral for um for for like a lending protocol um and you know have this ecosystem of people of this have this ecosystem of those who want to take you know the opposite position of what an LP holder takes um. And probably, and yeah, for and the other other idea I mentioned was the clustering thing. Well, when we wrote that at the time, we thought that you know, Nebula was you know gonna be okay. Uh, maybe it's still okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but the hope was that you know that this would be a you know a nice integration or a, one of the Nebula cluster pipes. You know, just have this ladder um, cluster where you have constantly you know expiring um, principal tokens and that just get reinvested back to, to um, uh, longer dates. But, um, yeah. I would say those two, um, I think, are pretty interesting uh, use cases. Great. And as we sort of head towards the hour, um, Terra and Osmos airdrops. I did notice as I was scrolling through your Discord that there were a few questions around uh, Terra and Osmos airdrops. Do you have any information there? Oh, uh, yeah. We've uh, we. This is still like an active discussion on our end on it. Um, let me see. So. I guess uh, what am I allowed to share, honestly? Uh, so what I can share at least is that um, that it will be a milestone-based um, airdrop. Um, so there will be we'll we'll go we'll we'll very likely go down the LBA route that Astroports um, um, created, you know, year a generation ago in the good times, um, and um, we will follow a similar we will follow a similar flow to that. Um, but yeah, we can confirm an airdrop for both the Terra and Osmosis communities for both of them. Um, so that, yeah, that we can confirm. Got it. And obviously you're starting off 2023. I think we are, are we your first Twitter space or have uh, you done one yeah. before? Uh, this, is, this is my, uh, this is the first time I am even speaking on a Twitter space. <laughs> wow. Well, you've done amazing. Well, you've been speaking uh, articulately, uh, very thoughtful answers, and I think that uh, you're in demand for a few more spaces over the coming weeks and months, certainly. As far as calls to action go, is there anything that we, firstly, we haven't spoken about today? Are there, is there anything that you wanted to, any information that you wanted to relay that I just haven't asked the right question to elicit that answer? Oh, oh yeah. And, yeah it's just, uh, just, uh, and also, just want to say that, um, yeah, this is, been a pleasure actually to be on this space um, and you and um, i really appreciate um use you, you to um you know do a lot of research on on our protocol and to read through our articles really appreciate it thank you um really great questions all throughout um so really appreciate that so um item sets um maybe we want additional things um yeah so again you know i would say um you know come to our telegram and discord if there are questions about any of the media articles as as mentioned earlier they are decently map heavy and um we 
we'll do our best to try to re-explain different ways for others to understand. Um, but you know, there's no one there's no one size fits all you know simple explanation that at least we could think of. So come by to our um, you know our our, our channels. Um, and secondly, um, uh, we did we also did um open source um, what we think is hopefully you know a helpful public good for other Cosmos chains. Um, we put out a Python implementation of an IBC relayer. Um, so our hope, so for me, I have a, I have a machine learning background. So Python is my first language in terms of uh, you know my go-to language. Um, and I didn't see a Python implementation for it. So, you know, we put one out for people to, you know, for maybe those more on the data science and machine learning side who are more comfortable with Python. Um, you can totally use, you know, our, our, uh, our relayer code to set up your own IBC connection between any two arbitrary IBC chains. And, you know, we go through the whole example of, you know, the IBC setup as well as deploying um, the Concio ICA contracts. So you have this ICA-like um, behavior between your between um, your um, your I, your IBC channel. Um, um, yeah, I think those are the two lines I can think of. Very cool. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Is a an early stage Python implementation tutorial of setting up an IBC connection and deploying Concio Tech simple ICA smart contracts. So anyone that is tech minded, uh, is, there any, is, there, is there any point in them reaching out to you? Are you looking for staff at the moment? Just uh, perhaps we can connect some talent to your team. Oh, oh no, uh, it's, it's, it's more just, it's meant to be a public good. That's just free for folks to use, honestly. Um, we need it anyway. We, need, we actually need it because we need to coordinate governance between Osmosis and Terra. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of new at TypeScript myself, so it was hard for me to get the, the Confio TS relayer working. So I made a Python version, you know, who may, which may be helpful for those who just know that technology better. Um, yeah, happy to take, um, I guess, um, if folks want to, you know, give feedback or feature requests, I'm happy to, you know, um, you know, listen and discuss about them. Fantastic. Well, I think that just about wraps up most of my questions. I got through pretty much everything that I had sitting there. In the meantime, what we'll do is keep the lines of communication open. If you need anything at all, you can reach out to myself. You can reach out to the guys at Orbital Command, and we'll be happy to assist wherever we can. Um, as far as Twitter spaces go, for everyone that is listening, I think we, we've got we've got a couple in the pipeline. We've got Nauticus coming up, I think, this Saturday night. We've got uh, Apollo Dow is in the works. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. And then there's someone else, but it's escaping my memory at the moment, uh, which is happening next Tuesday night as well. So I'll be seeing you all there. Um, once again, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for the conversation. I'm certainly going to have to listen to this one again and try and wrap my head around it. It's, it's often very hard for me to, uh, I'm sort of taking notes, I'm clicking through tabs, I'm asking questions. And so for me to actually absorb what's being said, can be a little tricky, especially when it's high level, but um, I appreciate all the information nonetheless. So thank right. you, thank JP. You. I didn't get the name of the other person behind the Zodiac account, but both of your inputs were very welcome. Thank you very much for having us. Um, this, was, this was super fun. Um, yeah, and definitely feel free to reach out if you have questions on, yeah, on those specific items too. 100%. All right, have an amazing 2023, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Zodiac Protocol, Unlock Your Capital Efficiency, an AMA hosted by Dr. Doscoin with Orbital Command, recorded on Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
I'm sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces. <laughs>